my god. <laughs> Are you rich, dude? <laughs> Paid artists, unpaid interns. You're listening to Our Pros Podcast. so live from shibuya baltimore it's gage b it's rens b and we are the art pros ladies and gentlemen and those who are neither you can find us at artprospodcast.com you can find us on instagram at paid.artist and you can find us on patreon at patreon.com slash art podcast um and you can email us at artprospodcast at gmail.com so if you want to talk some shit if you want to get on the podcast if you have something you want to say to the boys out here in the art pros podcast us or craig or you know whoever send us an email um all right that's that's that all (laughs) righty um so this first article that gage sent me four articles that we're going to go through today some historic stuff going on in the world some interesting stuff some strange stuff this is something that uh i guess people have been waiting for for a long time according to all of the cartoons and sci-fi novels i've ever read a japanese company has successfully tested a manned flying car for the first time uh this article is uh from cnn and it was written on September 1st, 2020. It looks like this thing is called the Sky Drive. And Sky Drive Incorporated has conducted the first public demonstration on August 25th. And they did it at a Toyota test field. And they're flying around in a car. It's named the SD-03. There was a pilot and they took off and, and flied around a circular field for four minutes. You think this is legit, Gage? Hell yeah, bro. We're not getting scanned. We have drones that can bomb an, a roach from eight miles away unmanned. I think that we can handle making a fucking flying car. If we, if we could wipe off the face of the earth, half of Iran with a flying vehicle, I think we can make a flying car. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, too. It definitely looks exactly like a drone with a person in it. Just a little helicopter, really. It looks like uh, it kind of looks like a uh, jet ski, but with drone wings. Yeah, it looks like something you'd see at like Epcot Disney. <laughs> um, if they were like, yeah, this is this is what cars are going to look like in the future. Uh, but it's pretty dope. I mean, they say that they say that they're going to be available commercially in 2023. Commercially. Um, That's not too yeah. far off, dude. No, it's not. We're going to be living like the Jetsons. We're going to be flying around. There's going to be a whole new level of road rage. You know, it's going to be like <laughs> sky rage and people are going to have dog fights in the sky. It's Just going to be fucking, terrifying. 
eggs falling from the sky, people throwing eggs and vegetables at each other. Yeah, get people giving giving you the middle finger, but like upside down. Oh my Five god, geez. Could you imagine the insurance? I'm oh my god, that that's how you know I'm old. Yeah, such dude, an adult thing to say. Man, fuck insurance. I think that you should sign a contract if you buy one of these that says I don't care if I die. <laughs> oh, imagine the sky cops, dude. I'm <laughs> true. If if these become commercially available, they'll have to make sky police. Damn, dude. This is a big change to society, flying cars. That's part of the reason why I have a feeling they don't exist yet. Nah, this this to- I haven't clicked on the play button for this article because you know the art pros, we don't do any journalism. We just be reading to you guys. We're like uh we're like Siri. If you were to ask Siri, hey Siri, uh has Japan come up with flying cars yet? That's what we're doing right now. So I think that they exist, trends. Because if they don't exist, then what are we even fighting for? Look, you haven't clicked play yet, but I will describe what this looks like to the audience right now. You can look it up. Um, Japanese flying car on YouTube or Google. It looks like a man flying literally in a drone very slowly in an area, an enclosed area about the size of a basketball field at a, your local park. And this guy's definitely flying. It's slow. It looks like the propeller. I mean, um, it, it's lifting a lot of weight. Seems like about a couple, 500 pounds or something. It's a lot of thrust. I wonder what type of battery they're using. Um, but it doesn't look very exciting. I would say. It just flies. Uh yeah, it looks like it's going pretty slow. You're not going to be zipping around in this thing. You're not going to be breaking any traffic laws. That's fucking yeah. embarrassing. I want to be going fast enough that like naval bases will think I'm a threat to their private airspace and will try and shoot me out of the sky. <laughs> you can do like fucking barrel rolls and shit just to escape. You know, it's just your morning. Just my morning commute had to had to dodge I mean, the it, sky police. It just doesn't seem very efficient. We could already go up and down quickly if we use the bridge you know what what do we need to do in in the air uh maybe we can use helicopters they already exist you know a helicopter is as as much of a flying car as you need this will probably cost more too (laughs) yeah i mean like what are we gonna do we 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 do very well with cars what is interesting about these is uh these are these are electric powered, like entirely electric powered, which is pretty cool. They did a four minute test drive, dude. Yeah, it's pretty fucking embarrassing because, you know, while uh, while this, what are they called? SkyDrive <laughs> Inc. While these this fucking embarrassment of a company was working on their little rinky dink fly around a basketball <laughs> court, fucking flying car. Uh, American ingenuity strikes again. We beat Japan. And we had a, a manned flying vehicle fly all the way across the Arizona desert, right? Whoa. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know who I'm talking no. about, bro? No, I don't. So America tested its flying vehicle. David Blaine oh. flew into the air <laughs> using a bunch <laughs> of balloons. <laughs> Fucking embarrassment. David Blaine. Oh. So 
So this flying oh, car no. in Japan only flew for four minutes. David Blaine flew across an entire <laughs> desert. <laughs> it was amazing. A fistful, a fistful of 50 helium balloons in his latest stunt titled Ascension. He flew, he meant to go only 18,000 feet in the air, but I, I think he got up there and he was just like, fuck it. And he ended up floating <laughs> 24,900 feet in the air or about 4.7 miles. <laughs> and do you, you know, he could have just started popping balloons one by one, you know, to land slowly, like, uh, like maybe this was up or something. But no, David Blaine brought it to the next level. Instead of, uh, you know, landing on the ground like i'm assuming sky drive inc did he uh let go of the balloons and sky dove he ended up skydiving and parachuting back to the ground which is just about the most badass way uh to leave a flying vehicle that i can think of uh, it was essentially the world's biggest and weirdest flex i think i think he held on with one arm too like, I think he just grabbed on with a harness in his arm and flew across an entire desert. Uh, yep. The, our real-life American flying vehicle, David Blaine, they actually had to design. A, I guess it was registered as a hot air balloon type vehicle, whatever that type of uh, air vehicle is. <laughs> and he had to get a license to essentially, quote-unquote, operate this air vehicle while hanging on harness. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a big flex. I was a little um, skeptical about it. I didn't think it would be cool, but it was pretty cool. Like, I, I, I was taking a shower and I was still thinking about it after I saw it. I was like, why did he do that? But still, like, uh, I would do that, too, if I had the chance to do it. You know what I mean? $10 million art piece, man. How much can 50 <laughs> helium balloons really cost? You know the cost actually, like you said, with the flying car, the cost for that stunt was probably all just an insurance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you insure someone to fly across the desert holding just helium balloons? Oh, my God. David Blaine needs to get endorsed by Aflag or something like that or Geico, whatever. I bet I bet he was endorsed by or not endorsed. I bet he was sponsored by fucking Red Bull. Red Bull? Oh, yeah, Red Bull, Red Bull gives cool you wings. Stuff. Yeah. Red Bull makes you fly. I bet they just fucking this Japanese company, SkyDrive, just poured Red Bull into the fuel tank. <laughs> That's how they got it up in the air. I also don't don't understand. So we have people flying with balloons and we have a flying car, but how come we don't have any hoverboards yet? That's like the one thing that everyone wants is a fucking hoverboard. Like we don't need flying cars. I don't know, man, because wheels work pretty good. You know, that's true. We're pretty pragmatic here at the art pros. Like, here's the thing. Why do we need to be floating around on these boards? You know, we can fall off and die. Essentially, you don't have to come yeah, up with, you with could... a safety thing if you float up too high and break your neck or something, you know? Yeah, but you could float up and live, bro. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It just sounds a little dangerous, man. Yeah, but you know, if you, if you became a professional, you might become so popular you get your own Livestrong bracelet. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I don't know, man. I just think wheels work pretty good. 
insurance is too high. <laughs> the insurance is too high. I don't I don't like the sound of it. I don't like the sound of that. Um I don't know what 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 would it have to be some sort of magnetic reaction to the earth's core? I can't think of I'm not a physicist. No, uh, bro, we're, like, we're artists. Well, it might as well just well, be magic to us. I'm just trying to figure out the practical purpose of a flying hoverboard besides it being extremely cool. You could probably ask Elon Musk about this because he seems to like to do cool stuff like sell flamethrowers that aren't actually flamethrowers. And hoverboard take- is not actually a hoverboard. It's just got like a a really big wheel. I've in seen the center. <laughs> I've seen that like Lexus I think it was a Lexus hoverboard but it wasn't actually a hoverboard. It was just this piece of metal that was like thermoconducted or or something so so that it would follow this track that was frozen. It was cold. It had to be very cold to float on this track, but it could only follow this track because it had to be thermoconducted or something like that. You know what, man? I I've seen that too, but you you got me thinking. I think uh I just realized that everything cool is just stuff that makes you more likely to die. Like the more likely yeah. something is to make you die young, the cooler it is. Like is it is is coolness just a concept invented? By the media to kill off people, population control. Did Steve Jobs <laughs> invent coolness to kill off poor people? Steve Jobs invented coolness. I don't know, man. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm serious though. I can't think of one thing that that is cool that is like conventionally cool that isn't more dangerous than the uncool version of it. Like, uh, like cars are cooler than bikes. You know, cars uh... are more dangerous than bikes. Guns are cooler than airsoft guns. Mm. Rock and roll is cooler than, uh, well, it's not really cool. I can't think of anything that rock and roll is cooler than. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. I guess you're right, man. I mean, I drugs right, are cool. Drawn... People think <laughs> drugs are cool. What is the comparison? Drugs are cooler than eating healthy. you're comparing intoxication to eating to nutrition hey i'm just talking about shoving chemicals in your body oh Oh, okay that's pretty meta yeah no man it's pretty crazy um yeah and that's why that's where the hoverboard comes in it's only purpose is to be more dangerous than a skateboard and cooler so you can pick up chicks, man. Hmm. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, sport, people like sports, but sports are cool, and sports are also more dangerous than doing nothing. Like, if you were to just sit and do nothing, that might be safer than playing football, for example. Uh, I think he'd... <laughs> I don't know, man. You can get you can get diseases from from being immobile. You get injured more often. You know, it's not a good long term decision here. Again, we're go- we're Damn. back to insurance. <laughs> you can get diabetes. That's you can true. get a heart condition. 
you know what I mean? Like today, I just I just went on a hike today with with my puppy, and I got tired. You know, as a young man, I would never have have believed that at this age I would I would feel like that after a hour hike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I used to be able to hike for days, but after that, I was like, oh man, you know, that was that was really something. That's what I said to myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all getting old. We all need insurance. We need ankle insurance to make sure that our hikes don't kill us. No, my joints, my knees, my knees. I was in my in my head, I was like, my knees. Never thought I'd say that before. Oh, my knees. Damn. Dude. <laughs> you know what's you know what's fucking cool? No, Wait, okay. More. What what's cooler, an alligator or a shark, bro? Um Oh, damn. Um Oh, damn. they're both prehistoric. Um They both own the the environment that they're in as an apex predator. Um Dude, you got uh, the alligator Alligators are cooler. Yeah, I think alligators are cooler. Alligators are pretty fucking cool. Alligators are pretty dangerous. Sharks are pretty dangerous. But you know what's cooler than a fucking alligator or a shark, man? What? A shark discovered living in a volcano. Actually, sharks. (laughs) Multiple sharks living in a volcano. Scientists (laughs) captured video evidence of sharks living in a volcano. Apparently... There's this volcano named Kavachi located in the Solomon Islands. And uh, a bunch of scientists went there and they found like like in the crater of the volcano, there's like super hot water. And they dropped a camera into the crater. And they caught video fucking footage of a bunch of sharks living in this crater. They also caught footage of jellyfish, snappers, and stingrays. And this water in this volcanic crater... Is hot, acidic, and clouded with sediment. I mean, they were, you know, as surprised as I am to find out that marine life is living in a fucking volcano. Pretty crazy. How can water, how can water be in a volcano, man? It's crazy. I don't know. I'm not a geologist. I'm an artist. I feel like they're lying to us. This is just to get clicks. Just like we're doing. <laughs> just, that's a pretty dope... Um, I mean, that's a pretty dope one to do is like, yeah, dude. Okay. What's cool? Fucking volcanoes. All right. All right. <laughs> you know what else is cool, bro? Sharks. Very rock and roll. Yeah. Very rock. That's like the rock and roll. Do you think that these guys show up to the science, to the science store and they're like, fucking nerds. We're going to go throw a camera in a volcano, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. What kind of camera do you have to fucking throw down there? Not- Maybe GoPros. Can you think GoPro could get down there? <laughs> yeah. Apparently How water. water? <laughs> oh, pretty hot. What the fuck, dude? Uh, the volcano wasn't active at the time, but it's it is an active volcano. Apparently, water forms in the volcano because water vapors in the rocks, and then as the rocks melt, water vapors release, and then it it condenses back into moisture. Oh, now yeah. I understand what's going on here. It's a volcano that's in the sea, and it fills with water when it's not like ready to ready to go. 
Yeah, pretty crazy, man. Pretty crazy. I can't Can believe they found sharks like, in this shit. Like a shark swimming around in lava. That's what I thought it was when I saw the fucking the article title. I was like, damn, lava sharks? That's about Liars. the coolest, most dangerous, deadly shit I can think of. Um, What about COVID? COVID versus lava sharks. Lava sharks take the cake, bro. COVID is not cool. Also, not as deadly as everyone says it was going to be. <laughs> uh... It literally only kills your grandparents. That's it. That sounds like the worst. Yeah, it's like the worst people to kill. <laughs> I wish it just killed other people's grandparents, not my grandparents specifically. That's what the media kept telling you. It's like, if you don't take this seriously, it's going to kill your grandparents. Just like, oh, oh no. not grandma. Not grandma. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you ripped, dude? Because <laughs> <laughs> you sound high as fuck. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. It's like what this, what these uh, scientists have proved to me is you can find sharks. You can find sharks anywhere, man. And you know, recently. <laughs> at the fucking car dealership. <laughs> in, in, in the waiting room at the hospital. God damn, these sharks. sharks are infesting everybody. You know, <laughs> that's the next thing after this 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 pandemic is the sharks are going to be walking on land now. Yeah, because pretty soon, like, white supremacists in your college are, isn't going to be scary enough. Like, the media is going to need to start telling you that there's even crazier shit than pandemics and racism. They're going to need to start telling you that there's, like, sharks in the grocery store. <laughs> and like tornadoes in your bathroom and like that's gonna be the new thing that people are gonna be scared of <laughs> tornadoes but, in your bathroom or is it gonna come from like your toilet yeah but apparently there's a uh, not sharks but there's snakes there's a rampant snake issue in academia hmm? you heard about this apparently no at george washington university they had a snake of all snakes. They had a species called Jessica A. Krug. Jessica A. Krug is an <laughs> associate professor of history at George Washington University. And she lived for years, for years, her entire adult life, pretending to be many variety of black women. Jessica A. Krug is a Jewish a white Jewish woman from Kansas City who has lived her entire adult life under various assumed identities within a blackness that she, quote, had no right to claim, including, mm. <laughs> including pretending that she's a Bronx-born Afro-Puerto Rican, a North African black woman, and... <laughs> I guess some other other forms of black as well. So she recently, on September 3rd, made a blog post entitled The Truth and the Anti-Black Violence of My Lies. So this is a woman who was teaching history with a specific, her specific area of expertise in history 
was African American studies, and she was teaching this at George Washington University, which is, for all intents wow. and purposes, one of the nicest private colleges in the fucking country. What the fuck? Why? Dude, was I this have... was this just for like ed- like for a job? Did she think she couldn't get a job because without lying? What what's going on here? Dude, I don't know. She says that she doesn't even like like her lie is so deep that <laughs> she she doesn't even have an adult life as herself. Her adult life is only as a black woman. Uh I just and don't she, know what to say anymore, man. <laughs> Her principal focus as an adult woman in academia was on advocacies on behalf of people on behalf of people of color as well as anti gentrification activism. She's published essays in Essence, uh, which if you don't know, it's like a magazine whose entire target audience is African American women. And she only just now got caught. She literally, she was teaching at George Washington University for years. Fucking years. You got a number on how long? I don't have exactly how long, but long enough that she's tenured. What? Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what tenured is, it's when you have enough clout in a university that you basically get a contract and it's an indefinite academic appointment and you can only be terminated under extreme circumstances. Like, like to put it in perspective, like there are people who are tenured who will get like hundreds of sexual assault allegations and only recently have been getting fired for this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big deal to be tenured. Can you fucking believe that? Snakes in your own backyard. George Washington University. I think that's in D.C. Tenured, huh? Yeah. What Disgusting. does that say about the history department? I mean, and when you see this woman, like... I don't want to say not, that... She's not... Yeah. She's, yeah, she, her she, she does not have a lot of melanin. <laughs> she does not have a lot of melanin. I don't know what to say, man. Uh, what is that? Why? Why? I just don't understand why. Why is she? She says. Why? <laughs> and why didn't? Like. Uh, what? Was, what? Is there background? Like, is there a way to background check? This is such a dicey. Like, why? How? How? Is How? this going to lead to DNA testing? Like when you when you apply to workplaces, they're gonna be they're gonna be they're gonna be like, hey, how much melanin you got? And you're like, oh man, I'm like I'm like 82 percent melanin. They'll be like, all right, we're gonna need to DNA test you because there's just too many white people pretending not to be. I mean, it's not like she's not allowed to teach that topic. It's the fact that she's lying about it and like just getting tenured from some like a huge farce it's a farce dude and like you know that 
she was using this like assumed racial identity because she thought that there was some sort of advantage in in being being like this i mean she <laughs> so i'm on a different article than what i sent you but there's one of her students said that they were shocked because she seemed like an energetic woman of color being unapologetic about who she was including coming to class in heels huge hoop earrings and even leopard print not only that but she took her her fake identity so seriously that she got in an argument with a student who said that rap was invented in brooklyn and not in the bronx uh like mm. Can you can you imagine being like, all right, what do I think black people are like? And then this is how you act. You fucking put on heels, huge hoop earrings, leopard print. You're like all about trying to prove where rap was invented. Like you take super, you take that super serious. Like that's crazy. That's fucking I'm, uh, crazy. I'm on ratemyprofessors.com. I feel kind of weird. I feel like I'm snooping now. I feel like this is like some sort of, oh my God. All of these, all these comments. Did you find her? Uh, yeah, she's on ratemyprofessor.com. Oh my god, read the best ones. I'll just, I'll edit it, or we can edit it down to just like you reading the, <laughs> the fucking uh, comments. Um, oh god. Um, I see the soonest, the 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 closest one I see to this today is uh April twenty seventh, twenty twenty. It says, Professor Krug cares so much about what she teaches and about her students a lot of readings but such a rewarding and engaging class she wants you to really learn and it's not a tough grader but gives a lot of feedback graded on three papers and a geography test no textbook but you must get pretty inexpensive books someone like the class and uh april 27 2020 reviewed september 5th 2020 it says at the bottom i don't know oh that, that looks like when it was posted it was it says this is when it was reviewed and cleared for rate my professor so whoever wrote it wrote it on april 27th and it cleared on september 5th 2020 it was posted just today damn <laughs> Well, it sounds well, like people like. Wait, it. what? All of them. All of them say re reviewed September fifth, twenty twenty. I don't know what that means. They reviewed today. Someone went through. That means she went on and checked them all. Okay. So if she was a good professor, if people felt like they learned from her, um, well, uh, uh, hold on here. Her her overall rating, based on thirty two ratings, is two point six out of five. Gage. Damn, I bet a bunch of people were like, bro, that lady ain't black, but I, ain't, I just ain't going to say anything. <laughs> I'm going to try to see if there's one that says that. Krug would also say the N-word when, when it was in text the class was reading. The same <laughs> student told CNN. Someone from 2017 gave it a 1 out of 5 for quality and a 5 out of 5 for difficulty. <laughs> they said, uh, she does not teach the majority of the content and expects you to grasp very unclear and foreign subjects. This class is very literature heavy. One should expect to be reading 250 plus pages a week. She often gives negative criticism and offers very little feedback. Tough grader. Boring lectures. Alright. I'm getting into the weeds here. I knew, I knew we would be opening up a can of worms if I revealed that I was browsing her rate my professor. What a Damn, controversy. Did you know that 
What? Did you know that Rachel Dolezal, the other woman who, who, uh, who got in trouble for pretending to be black, was also uh, teaching African studies at another university, at Eastern I, Washington University? I did. She, I saw the film. That's fucking crazy. Absolutely nuts, man. They need to mind their own damn business. It's I guess just it's like the business on their mind, <laughs> stealing identities. I mean, is this is this what we get though for like making it so that you can only study an identity if you're from that identity? It like, do you think that these two people just loved, they just loved blackness so much they wanted to, to research it, and they were like, "Damn, I don't want to get in trouble for researching." It. I mean, so people instead, are, people are I'm allowed gonna... to do that. People are totally allowed to do that. You just yeah, but for how long? This shit's weak, though. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You could be a great teacher and know a lot about something and be okay. Like, you get, you know. Man, if I met a, a white dude who was teaching Filipino studies, I would applaud him. But if he told me he was Filipino and his name was like Chet Baker and. uh Look, if all he's he had, teaching like, is BS, if he's teaching wax stuff. But that's obviously the, the 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 difficult thing is you know how do you assess the type of education you're learning, especially if it's coming from a historical context, right? Now, now what if Chet Baker, this uh, blonde haired, blue eyed, self identified Filipino professor in Filipino studies, is like, Chet oh Baker. man, oh man, I remember having to use the Tabo every day, bro. <laughs> For those who don't to- know. <laughs> what is a tabo? What's a tabo? A tabo is a little bucket, a little handle with a, a bucket on the end that you uh, use to wash your ass. You, you use it to scoop water up and you wash your ass with it. Good. I'm I'm glad you went through that because we had gone like five episodes without describing what a tabo was. I was worried. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've described it before. But like Chet, Baker, <laughs> Chet Baker knows how to use it. Shit. No pun intended. Chet- I would love to meet like a like a white Jewish woman who tried to tell me she was Filipino. I would probably fall for it because I don't know shit. I would believe it. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? As long as I'm in she no, I'm in no business. In like, the- if this lady, if for some reason she had to tell me that she was black, I wouldn't like you know, hold my hand up to my chin and squint my eyes and, you know, observe her really closely with my face and go, hmm, I don't know, lady. You strike me. I don't know if I'd do that. Maybe if I was around her a lot and might think it was weird for some reason. I don't, I, I just don't know what to say. It's just would crazy. You, would you like... confront her for something like that? If you, if you didn't think she looked like a black person, like what? That's kind of fucked up too. No, hell no. That's a fucking losing bet. But I would probably question it if, like, like it, it says that she literally used to just, like, dress up like a fucking walking stereotype. Like, that's what it seems to be. And I, I watched a video of her, like, with her fake Bronx accent, like, throwing in Spanish words. I I don't think she speaks Spanish, but she, like, claims Bronx, Puerto, like, Afro-Puerto Rican when she's not claiming American, like, a u.s based black or north african based black she claims black caribbean identity i don't know man like it's just 
of course i would never confront someone who i might think is like pulling a fucking jessica krug rachel dolezal or sean king but <sighs> it's just a losing bet i wonder Man. how many i wonder how many people in the world are living that life though. like of look a trans a transracial life I know we're the Art Pros podcast, but this is not a good example of performance art. No, this no, is terrible. This... And this is this has to be the worst form of blackface. God damn. This has to be the most offensive form of blackface. This makes me want to curse. Of. It just makes me want to curse. She literally took like a high performing, probably really well paying job from from a person of color in a field that is dependent and built off of the backs of people of color is all about the pain and suffering of people of color. Like you're like if you're studying African American <laughs> history, like four hundred years, all the years of that history are nothing but pain and you're profiting and you're pretending you're black and you <laughs> Fuck like this is like this is way worse than blackface like, this is a whole nother level of fucking sick fetish like this is the type of shit that i would imagine like this is a jeffrey epstein type behavior you know sort of fucked up like you she it's has to level. get off on that yeah dude she no. has to get off on it you get you got blackface and this advanced version that seems to be a, a, a extremely rare case black life like okay you you've seen um you've seen like like uh like a marvel avengers um like funko pop right <laughs> yeah funko pop so, a funko pop is a, a a little uh i guess a collector's item figurine that uh they make it's, it's all like sorts a, of marketing it's an expensive toys. toy it's a toy yeah, so that's like uh that's like regular blackface right in this analogy like a little marvel's avenger toy and this what she's done is like the marvel movie franchise level of blackface like this is like that time you know uh fucking <sighs> who's the guy justin trudeau the prime minister of canada he wore blackface oh. one one night as like a halloween costume uh this woman lived her entire life in blackface. She is the Marvel's Marvel Avenger Infinity War movie of blackface. The ultimate blackface. Regardless of how you feel about identity politics, I don't particularly love it, but this is a whole this is a this is enough for me to get mad about, I think. Most stuff isn't. Most stuff is just kind of like, all right, well, you know, whatever. This is like uh because this is the sort of lie that you would tell to kill people and get away with it. What would I'm just I'm just I just feel like the motivation is career based, man. It just seems like a it's obviously a selfish move that has been eating away at her for years because she wrote something on Medium of all places. I guess I don't know. Where Apparently, she, she was going to get caught like that, but. Apparently she was gonna get caught. That's what at least Wikipedia says is some people were gonna out her. So she like got in front of it. Oh 
identity politics. Yeah. Yeah, identity politics sucks. <laughs> it does. I hate this it. This is our life now, Gage. This is our life. A uh, deadly uh, virus that has taken over the world. We got boring flying cars. That's literally just a drone. Uh, we got a man flexing uh, on everybody and posting it on YouTube. <laughs> Pretty much. That's where sharks living in fucking volcanoes. Yeah, we're in the Matrix. People and people lying about something because they think that they can get away with it and they think that it's they're getting an upper hand oh man what's going on yeah i mean i don't even find her that interesting but it is super fucked up dude but like identity politics <laughs> totally distracts from the fact that amazon just got fucking approved for drone delivery <laughs> they're gonna be using those very shit. slow flying cars yeah, the very the very shitty flying cars. All right, man. Um, let's wrap it up. But first, I wanted to ask you: if you had ten million dollars this week, what would you do for an art piece? If I had ten million dollars, what would I do for an art piece? I would make a um a Jenga tower slash rock climbing thing that you can climb up, and at the very top um, is a uh, insurance form. I don't know, man. <laughs> you don't know. Um, Damn. You know what I think would be pretty cool? Uh, would be to make a an indoor wave, like like somehow put put something uh, like a natural disaster and contain it, like a tornado. <laughs> Like a tsunami, yeah. Like like a tornado, yeah. Like behind uh, okay. behind glass like or that. something. It'd be pretty cool to see. Yeah, it. That's a good idea. Or like, yeah, like a like a monsoon, so people can see the power. Like I'm talking huge though, really big. I like that. Like the biggest, like the that. biggest. Sell it to the U.S. government. Yeah, like a big, a big, a big vitrine. A vitrine is a big glass encasement. With a simulation of a natural disaster inside. Hire some scientists. That probably costs way more than $10 million, though. Um, For the natural disaster? Yeah, probably. contained natural disaster. All right, what else would I do? $10 million. I got $10 million bucks. Back pocket. I'm funded, baby. Um, <laughs> I would do a series of photographs um all over the world that charts the destination of uh, one of the original recordings of um the the ocean trade where people would go uh from the dominating countries uh that would be collecting gold and i would take a photo there of me um Doing a yoga pose <laughs> at the bank. I don't know. <laughs> oh, very dope. No, I, would, I think I would just get melanin implants. Melanin implants. I was just freestyling that. I, yeah, go. I might edit that out. <laughs> get some melanin implants, and you know, just 
try and get a job in academia. I, I mean, it's it does say something that um that you know this woman was able like thought that it would be economically advantageous to pretend to be black. I, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if there's some sort of value or economy that actually makes it uh that actually attributes value to being oppressed like i wonder if there's a way that maybe there are people who profit off of that as opposed to trying to fix the issue they exacerbate it in order to profit i don't know just something to think about <laughs> sean king <coughs> piece of shit um, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man oh dude oh what dude. what dude we should record another episode and I'll just read you a uh, Filipino myth oh. myths from that book. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And then you try and explain what it's all about to people who've never used a toggle. Hell yeah. Because they've had indoor plumbing and toilet paper their whole fucking lives. I'm into it. Yeah. All right. You want to, um, you want to, should we sign, should we sign off? I'm ready to sign off, everybody. This has been a wonderful episode. <laughs> a lot of interesting stuff today. Lots of interesting stuff in the world. Flying things, aquatic things, and snakes in your own backyard. Snakes, dude. And your own, it be your own fucking academic institutions. That's why everyone should only stick to listening to the art pros if you want to have a quality education with some laid back dudes you know what i'm saying <laughs> we're the best fucking art podcast because we don't talk about art we are the art Just we kidding. are the but, art man let me tell you guys something. let me tell let me tell the art pros intern something if you think that we haven't been talking enough about art you haven't been listening enough you're missing it and the mongolian horde will come and fucking get you <laughs> we love you guys we love you all and don't forget to check out CyberVote on our website it is our comic that we have been working on tirelessly oh yeah it's really good I, I read back through it again chapter 2 is going to be fucking awesome guys the drawings are going to be twice as good the writing's going to be 4 times as good um, <laughs> and it's going to be 10 times longer 400 pages so we, we hope to see you there. It's for radical interest eyes only. Or if you think that grilling with your grilling with your buddies is more important than the working class or monarchies, if you think that that a delicious, juicy burger patty is something that could heal racial divide, the the wealth gap. <laughs> listen to Art Bros podcast. Read Cybervote Patriotista. And join our Patreon, cause uh, you know we be we be we them boys, <laughs> we them boys, <laughs> we them boys. Hey, how much melanin you got? <laughs>